It's an exciting day in Upside Land because we are introducing you to our newest family member. We are really, really honored, I think is the right word, to have this person on our team. And the reason she's important, and, and you'll find this out over the next couple of weeks, is because we truly want everything under the Callie and Jeff Collective, whether it's an event or this podcast or the newsletter that we're going to be sending out or, or, or whatever, the merchandise, whatever, we want it to feel like a community, like a mm -hmm. club. And we need help managing that community and managing that club and making sure everybody is taken care of and everybody feels like the VIPs that they are. And that's where this woman comes in. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Remember yesterday when I told you how good I did at the podcast convention? Like I was being social. Yep. I networked and I extroverted and I did all that stuff that yes. I should have done. Okay. I wasn't totally and completely truthful with you because there was an incident that has been on my mind since it happened Thursday night. Did you make it awkward? I don't know. I don't know if I did. Oh my gosh. So, and, and, okay. I didn't don't, I don't think I did <laughs> anything outwardly embarrassing. Okay. So there was a, uh, every night there was a, a party hosted by like a different sponsor of the event. Right. And on Thursday night was the big party. That was the last night of the convention. And so there was this huge party. Uh, uh, I Heart Media rented out an entire bar and everybody was there. It was open bar. It was food. It was, there were DJs, dance floor. It was great. It was awesome. But I have two issues with parties like that. One I think just because I've worn headphones for 20 plus years of my life, I'm hard of hearing in noisy situations. <laughs> like I can't hear. No, like, so it, it's just difficult. It's hard for you to converse with people because you really don't know what they're saying. And I feel terrible saying to the person over and over and over, what? Say, wait, one more time. Say that right. again. So I was kind of hanging out outside. Um, and then oh, I forgot what the, that was the one thing. Oh, and the second thing is, is I'm just introverted. Like in parties like that, I just don't. People. I, yeah, don't people. people. I don't people well. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, so I'm outside and I see a woman and she waves me, me down and she's there with her husband. And she actually is a radio person who has made the move into podcasting. Mm -hmm. And this is also her first podcasting convention. And her husband was there just to come along for the ride. And so it's obviously his first podcasting convention. And we get to having a conversation. And I don't know how long we talked for. But what I do know is I was happy to have someone there that I had a connection yeah, with. Yeah, you kind of knew somebody. You're like, okay, cool. I'm not going to sit awkwardly here by myself. Right. And he and, and at one point, um, while her and I were, were talking about mutual radio people we know or gossip about radio companies or whatever, he went up and got us around the drinks and then he came back. And then at some point, uh, they were like, okay, well, we're going to take off. And he, he, you know, they picked up their, her purse, he picked up her purse and and they set their drinks down and I gave her a hug and shook his hand and that was it. 
fine, right? Yeah. So what's the issue? Well, like 20 minutes later, I decided to bounce out of the party and I walked by them and they had just relocated to a different part of the bar and they were just in a different place. Did they leave the official party? No, 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 no. They, the iHeart had rented out the entire bar, like the whole. Like, so they ditched you. So they ditched me, but may, maybe they didn't ditch me. Like maybe they were just, maybe they were, were on their way to leaving, but then they saw that like they were passing sliders and like, oh, well, we haven't had dinner. Let's just eat something real quick. Maybe. So what was the exact sentence that she said when they left? She was like, all right, we're headed to bed. Or was no, it no, like. No, no, no. She didn't say anything. So that, like they just, it was just. Or was it like, all right, good to see you. And you just assumed she was leaving, but she wasn't. It may have. Here's, I don't know. She didn't say <laughs> anything. There was no definitive period at the end of the sentence. Like I may have stood up because at one point I was kind of leaning on this low brick wall. Yeah. So maybe I stood up and then when I stood up, she was like, oh, that's the end of the our conversation. So she stood up straight and then her husband, it was all body language, but they just, there was, I don't, I may have inadvertently ended it, but I don't think I did. Oh my gosh. Did you like black out because you were so overwhelmed with peopling that you just <laughs> no. like totally blacked it out? Not at all. I, I truly don't know what it is or what it was. I think you're probably overthinking it because if they were really trying to avoid you, they would have completely left. You've done that before. No, you this, don't say that you're leaving and then go to a different part of the bar. Like they, but they didn't. Okay. They didn't necessarily say that I'm, this is all happening in my own head. Uh, Just, yeah, I think it 1000% is, but they didn't say like, I don't remember what they said. I just want to know if it's weird if you're at a party with like 2000 people. I mean, there are literally 2000 people. There's a huge convention. So they're oh, well over a thousand, probably 2000 people in this enormous bar. Is it weird for somebody to get up and move to another part of the bar? No, you would totally do that. Okay. You rarely are in a situation where you're in a conversation with people, unless it's like a formal lunch or something where you're sticking around that long. Okay. So does that mean I did something wrong? Like was no. I socially bad? No, that just means that the conversation ended and you both went your separate ways. Like, I, I don't think it's a big deal. I do think it's funny that you're reading so much into it, though. I know, but this is what I do. And then what you need to understand about the the introvert plus social anxiety plus just generally weirdo thing that mm -hmm. I have is this will trouble me and make it difficult for me to go do like say hi to somebody else again. Because I'll be like, wow, last time I did it, they bailed mid-conversation because I was so boring. Oh my gosh. You are like that though. You really do get in your own head about stuff like this. That I think you got to let it go. All right. I, well, well, I can actually, I know enough information about the radio show that she used to be on and who she's doing her podcast with that I could probably find her on social media. And I thought about reaching out to her and asking her for a, just a review of how I did. She's going to think that if she didn't think you were weird before, she will 1000% think you're weird. I don't care. I would like, don't you ever want a report card on how you're doing at life? No, 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 absolutely not. I don't want to know. You, I would like to be blissfully unaware. It, it wouldn't be a, a report card, more like a progress report, like a mid semester. Here's how you're doing at life. It, you wouldn't want that? No, not for me. No, 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 no. If you want to do it for you, I support that. But no, I don't want anyone critiquing my life. Like I do that enough on my own 
Like, I don't need someone else jumping in on it. See, remember last week or the week before when I told you that I like data? Like, whether it's good or bad. You just need the information. I need information. So, like, for the podcast, I'm constantly refreshing how many people have listened to it. When I was at the radio station, I would get the quarter or the monthly numbers, and I would break them down by every which way. Here's what I'm wondering, though. What if you reach out to her and she doesn't reach back? That's just going to make it worse. Then I never leave the house again. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like we just let it ride. There's no reason for me to ever leave this little square of land that we live in because I obviously am bad at it. You can't human. I can ask her because she'll get it. She's a radio person. She's worked around weirdos her entire life. So I, if I can find her, I am going to ask her. Okay, I feel to, like this is going to be really awkward. To come, well, I'm going to have her do it as part of the podcast, of course. But if I can find her, I'm going to ask her. I feel awkward already. Best of luck. Thank you so much. I did something the other day that, well, you'll appreciate this, Jeff, because you like routines. But I did something that was out of my routine that screwed up my entire day last week. I, no, I yeah, I can, I will appreciate it. I woke up one morning. And every night I go to bed and I put my phone on this charger that has been a point of contention between me and Jeff because I really don't like it. I just, I struggle with it every night. It's one of the chargers that you lay your phone on, which is great if your phone doesn't have a case, but my phone has a case and Um, a pop socket and there's this whole thing. And I would just rather plug it into my phone, the charger every night and then let it do its thing. And then it's fine. But I have trouble. It's like a balancing act with my phone. And if I pick it up for some reason in the middle of the night, like it, you know, you check it every night. Here's what happens if you, you know. Anyway, so let me, let me, we'll go back to that. I don't know how to use this thing, but. It's not that you don't know how to use it. It's just that the cord, if you unplug it in the middle of the night, then it falls down behind your nightstand. And it's just. It's not very secure. I don't know. It just, you have to like have it in the, with the case on and the pop socket, you have to have it in the perfect spot to be able to charge your phone. And I am someone that charges my phone every single night. I plug it in before I go to bed. It is a weird thing that I feel like I have to do. Cause I like to wake up in the morning knowing that I have a fresh charge ready for my day. So that's going to be one less thing I have to worry about. Well, I wake up last week and I see that my, I'm on like 5% battery. Uh oh. It did not charge overnight. So the whole day I was playing catch up with my battery and it, for whatever reason, really threw me off the entire day because I felt like I was running to chargers the whole day because I didn't get a good charge overnight. So it, so I, so you're saying that I ruined your day? No, you didn't ruin my day. I ruined my day because I put it on the charger the wrong way and then it didn't charge. So I spent my whole oh, day. Yeah trying to, and I'm an assistant. So when I go to work, I need my phone because things are constantly coming in. Like I'm tethered to my phone until I walk out of that building. But that's the, that's the, the equivalent of, uh, have you ever gone like left the house without your wallet? Oh my gosh. Yes. And all day, all you can think about is the fact that you don't have your wallet, even though you wouldn't have used it in that time anyways. Right. Or um, it freaked me out when uh, uh, it was a couple weeks ago. Remember, I made you bring me money. Because, yes, because I had put my wallet in your purse or something. Somehow, I ended up at a restaurant without my wallet, <laughs> and 
even though I could have said to the person I was with, holy crap, dude, I forgot my wallet. I'll pay next time. Like it just bothered me so much not to have it. It feels weird. And I was, it was just one more thing to focus on. Anyways, it was so simple. It was so weird. And I woke up that morning in a panic when I saw the, you have 10% battery thing. I was like, or the red bar on the phone in the top, right? I was like, Oh no. Oh no. This is going to loom my whole day. And it did. Would you rather be without your phone or your wallet for a day? Wallet for sure. Would you rather be without your phone or your entire purse for the day? Purse, I think. Would you rather be without your phone or your car for an entire day? Like you have to rely on people to give you rides or use public transportation or. I would rather be without my car. Uber. Yep. Can you think of anything? Would you rather wear mismatched shoes all day or go without your phone? (laughs) That's so hard. Well, (laughs) like if you had one, I mean, they could look similar, but let's say you were getting dressed. I would rather wear mismatched shoes. I feel so uh, scattered without my phone. I mean, my phone, it's, I'm, I imagine it's how people used to feel, you know, in nineties and two thousands movies when they're like, where's my file of facts? They're like, where's my whatever? Like they're hard planner, their old, their old school phone planner. You mean when people used to have to write, write down? things down? Psh. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel. Cause it's, it's everything for my whole day is in there. Things right. that my to-do list is in there. My calendar's in there. My conference call numbers are in there. My emails, like I, everything is in my phone. Okay. One more. And then we'll, we'll move on. Would you rather go 24 hours and answer this honestly without your phone or without your wedding band? Oh, Let's say you were, let's say you had wedding one of the, band or my engagement ring. I don't know, whatever the whole set. Let's, oh. let's, let's just say that you had 24 and you, it doesn't even have to, one. it's not even a work thing, right? It's a Saturday and you are going to visit a friend for 24 hours and you're running late and you've got time to run in the house and grab one of two things that you forgot. Do you grab your phone or do you grab your jewelry? Answer it honestly. <laughs> That's a really hard one. What do you think I would say? Because I'm totally torn. No, you're not. I'm straddling the fence. No, you would get your phone. You think? Yes. I wasn't sure. Because also I do, I love my engagement ring. I love my, and it makes me feel secure at this point. Like I'll take it off sometimes to go to my boxing classes and I I feel naked without it. Because you don't want to hurt anybody with that giant rock in your boxing class, right? Well, I don't want to hurt the rock. So what what's your answer? I'm sorry. I, I forgot the part where you answered that question. That's <laughs> because I didn't answer the question. I think I would rather go without my jewelry. <laughs> uh, I knew that was going to be your answer. You've gone a whole, way, a whole day without your wedding ring before, haven't you? Not since, no, not since I've been married to you. <laughs> Well, I mean, I will. It's possible that I I, ha- I do take my wedding band off from time to time, and I'm sure at some point I will leave the house without it. But uh, I don't know. I haven't. Do I you would, have a tan line where your wedding ring is? I'm sure I do. People would know that you're married, or just well, think that we got in a big fight and we're getting a divorce. No, I would. I've when you 
Does this happen to girls too? No, that doesn't happen to women. And I don't, I mean, it happens. My dad can't get his wedding ring off. Like I just took my wedding band off and there's an indentation on my finger where the wedding band was. Like, I wonder if I went uh, 24 hours without wearing it, if my finger would be restored. Like, I, I don't think, know. I, I bet, I bet this would be a week. It would take a week to puff back out. Well, let's not try it. How about that? Let's keep our <laughs> wedding rings on. Maybe I should just um stop. He's looking at his hand like a girl does when she gets engaged and she puts her her hand out like a stop and he's looking at his finger. Yeah, I think you should just keep your wedding ring on. I hate when you take it off. It drives me nuts. Why do you want people to send you on caught on camera stories? Like what is the what what's the motivation? behind this. So when you were gone, I was talking on Instagram about how I get really scared kind of to be home alone, but it's not really, it does. There's no reason I should be scared. And when we moved into this house, you know, this Jeff installed security cameras outside of our house. Like we're covered. Like no one comes on this property that we don't know about because there are cameras all on the outside of our house. And I said that on Instagram and someone wrote me and said, I, who was it that wrote me? Shelly wrote me and said, I watched a painter drink 17 beers out of my beverage fridge and cook chicken apple sausages on my stove. Cool. Wait, on seven, she obviously has cameras inside, inside of her, her house. house. I guess she, too. she watched somebody drink 17 beers. Yes. A painter. Yes. Was he able to paint? Well, I don't know, but that's beside the point. So I was thinking, I was like, oh my God. No, it's not. Like if you come home and you're like, what happened here? Did somebody have a seizure while they were painting the corners? <laughs> we're like, nah, that happened between beer 15 and 16. Oh my gosh. So I was just thinking, how funny would it be? I want to hear because I'm so into cameras and I go on next door and I love watching people's camera footage that they upload because it happens every single day on next door. What is the funniest thing you've seen on your home cameras? Oh, please go back. What happens on next door? People upload videos from their cameras. Like we have blank cameras, like people will take something funny or something weird that their neighbor did or whatever and post it on next door. And next door, usually it's someone they, they think is suspicious, but how funny is that? I bet people catch stuff all the time. That's hilarious on their cameras. Did you see the video? It's a, it's a Facebook ad. Now I'll tell you how, I mean, don't click on it because then you'll get haunted by them, but it's for either ring or one of the ring knockoff cameras that you install at your doorbell. Mm -hmm. And a guy told his father-in-law that, uh, he said, Hey, come on over. I'm out back. Let yourself in. Uh, we just installed a retina scanner. This is the best video and the guy squats way down, leans right up to the doorbell, puts his eye right up against it, and is trying to get lifts his glasses. It lifts up. his glasses up. It's and amazing. Of, and of course, the whole thing is filmed. So, so where where you just want people to send them to you on Instagram? Yeah, send me an Instagram message. Um, my Instagram is at Callie Dollar, C A L L I E D A U L E R, and let me know. Have you caught anything really hilarious on your and unexpected? on your door camera. And I don't want to mean, I don't mean like people stealing your packages. I mean, your neighbor, you caught your neighbor looking in your windows, that kind of thing. Would it be like if you caught your neighbor, um, walking up to your front door and then realizing you had a camera and turning around and running away? Would that be an example of one? Jeff is just make, trying to make it real awkward with our neighbor. Would that be an example though? Yeah. Kind of like that. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, and then uh, one other piece of business before we we uh, get to the exciting part of the show, introducing you to somebody new. Uh, Callie has just put upside wine glasses on sale. And if you've been following her on her Instagram stories, uh, there's been quite a debate over how big these glasses are. She ordered the 16 ounce ones, right? So they're the ones that we're selling for the upside and it's a pre-order. So you can order as many as you want right now. They're going to be great holiday gifts. They're super cute. They're stemless wine glasses, like actual glass. Cause I love you. And we got to put these in the dishwasher and I just didn't want there to be any ruining like of you, glasses. If you get the cheap plastic ones, they squish. Yeah, I didn't want to go there. So they're dishwasher safe. And that was what was important to me on these. And they say on the upside, there's here's a, wine. Here's a fu- fun fact about Jeff Dollar. Uh, and there, there, I don't have many rules in life, but one of them is everything in my kitchen must be dishwasher safe. Yeah, he won't. I, yeah, he will not buy things that are not dishwasher safe. So we had to do the glass stemless wine glasses and they're 15 ounces. And last Sunday, we were having Sunday dinner at my parents' house because we do that. We have family dinner almost every Sunday. And I said, my dad asked what size our wine glasses were going to be because my parents, Kay and Greg, are big wine drinkers. Like I, I can't remember the last time I saw my parents without a wine glass in their hand, truly. And my dad, I said, I got the 15 ounce ones. My dad's like 15 ounces. No way. And then Jeff chimes in and he's like, Callie, 15 ounces is huge. You did not get 15 ounce wine. And everybody was piling onto me saying how big and ridiculous they are. So we had to do clearly a science experiment at my parents' house. And what did we find, Jeff? That a 15 ounce wine glass is actually perfect for a four to five ounce wine glass <laughs> pour. <laughs> yes. It just seemed aggressive. It did. It. But that's if you, 15 ounces is if you fill it to the very tippy top and liquid is starting to spill it over. So it can hold 15 ounces, but probably <laughs> most people are not going to be pouring. And uh, what does it say again on the top of the wine glass? It says on the upside, there's wine. All right. And those are for sale available right now. Where? On my Instagram at Callie Dollar in my bio. The link is there. You just click on it, order, but you can order them now for holiday gifts and we'll buy a couple extras, but you know, if you want them now and you know, you want them, go grab them. All right. Before we introduce you to the newest member of the, the family here on the upside podcast, uh, I do want to say happy birthday to my mom. Happy birthday, Donna D. Yeah. Today is my mom's birthday and, uh, she is going to be celebrating in very Donna dollar fashion up in Syracuse, probably going to turning stone casino. Probably. And probably scratching off some lottery tickets, which is one of her other favorite things and hope you win big. And if you do, you're buying us dinner. Okay. Well, the lottery ticket, I sent her some scratch offs from Georgia. So she'll have to send them back to us if they're big winners. And there's like a 20% fee yeah. for me cashing them in. So. Oh, so you take a commission from your mom's winnings, right? It's either that or she has to travel down here. We know how she feels about that. <laughs> Does not want to leave Syracuse. So I'll cash those in for her. we Callie yesterday came home. Here's a funny story about my mom. She has an obsession with toilet paper, like a unnatural need to have an abundance of toilet paper. <laughs> she wants to know it's there. But not just an extra roll or a spare roll. She wants to know that there is a lifetime supply of toilet paper within walking distance of any bathroom. So if a roll gets down to like a third, 
she starts in. She's like, Jeffrey, do you have toilet paper? This is when she would come visit, especially up at the lake. Jeffrey, do you have to, Jeffrey, you're almost out of toilet paper. <laughs> Jeffrey, where's more toilet paper? So I got in the habit of always stocking the lake house with tons of toilet paper because I never wanted her to be without, which means when we moved out of the lake house, we have tons of toilet paper tons of toilet paper like, to the point where we moved out of that house. We were laughing at how much toilet paper. And I made the joke to Jeff. I was like, we're not going to have to buy toilet paper for like the first year we live in our Atlanta house. And what did you come home from the store with the day before yesterday? I came home with a, with a thing of toilet paper and Jeff looked at me like I had just bought a business without him knowing. Like I was he, so mad. He was so mad. And the truth is, so he was gone all last week and I was looking for toilet paper to restock our bathrooms. And I forgot where I said our, Hey, you know, when you find those places in your house and you're like, Hey, we should put this right there because I won't forget it there. Uh huh. Well, I forgot it. And I legitimately opened the closet and I didn't look up. I looked down so I didn't see it. And I was like, maybe we actually did use it all in the guest room closet at our house. There is, um, a shelf about two thirds the way up. And there are, it's not kidding. Six rolls deep, <laughs> six rolls by four rolls from the shelf all the way up to the ceiling with more toilet paper than one person could need. We could mummify half of Egypt. We could, but I, so, but I said the upside to Jeff yesterday mm. was that we're never not going to use it. So the now down, I know where the stash is. The downside <laughs> is we can't have any guests over until we have had 40 bowel movements each. Cause <laughs> there's no God. room. There's no room in the bathroom or in the guest room for the toilet paper. Yeah, it's all toilet paper. All right. Well, that's a nice segue into our new friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are really excited to tell you. We've told you a little bit. What was it yesterday that we're going to be introducing someone to you that's new, that's joining the Upside team. And the person that we're introducing to you is T-Bird. And she's our friend. She's someone that we've known for, uh, you probably known her longer than I have. Uh, she's just it, the, the music scene in Atlanta is, is a small tight knit community. So nobody knows how long they've known anyone That's else true. because you've just seen them at events forever. Right. Like, so T-Bird is someone whose face we've seen for a really long time. And she, when we have told you that everything for the upside kind of perfectly came together in a weird way that we weren't expecting. T-Bird is no exception to that. And our lives kind of just perfectly intertwined for you to join this team. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you for having me every day. I am so so excited. And what Callie was saying about the timing is, is so true because just at the time we realized we needed somebody, like we would need a, a person to help us with uh, engaging all the fans and the audience and everything. T-Bird found herself looking for her next project and that's what she does. She's a professional buddy. I'm a professional best friend. I am. So yeah, you guys, like this is the timing in all of this is just kind of so amazing to me. So yeah, earlier this year, I found myself um, not really knowing what I was going to do. I've spent 10 years with the most unbelievable community of people, uh, the Zach Brown band 
fan club, the Zamley. And um, these people, you know, they came kind of like what I'm envisioning for your your community is these people came for the music and they really enjoyed all of that. And they started meeting each other and built this incredible community of people who love each other. They vacationed together. Some of them got married. And just when I thought, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to ever find another thing as fulfilling as that? We started talking and you said, I want to build a community around this podcast. It's, you know, just good people doing good things and loving people and being grateful. And I just thought, there is my upside. (laughs) And there is no, there is no person that exemplifies the meaning of community like T-Bird. I mean, what she did, I mean, we weren't even official members of the Zach Brown fan club and we went to a show and Jeff was like, she brought us a, a gift bag and showed us where our seats are and gave us hugs and greeted our guests and learned about them and and high fived everyone there in the process. Literally, probably T-Bird is almost as famous, if not more famous than the actual band. Everyone knows T-Bird and she's everyone front. Everyone's friend. She's not just like you know, like flippantly shaking hands with people. She's like, Oh my gosh, George, how's your granddaughter? Or Hey, Lisa, how'd your surgery go? Like she knows everything about everyone. And when we talk about community, she exemplifies community to us in a way that (laughs) you just, you just placed her not at a concert, but at an old folks home. I love that. I did. I did. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) How's your your granddaughter? How's your (laughs) surgery go? Eh, Who needs a gallbladder anyways? Are those new new dentures? (laughs) So I'm officially fired from giving to because first I said that if you have a hobby like rafting and then now I'm saying that T-Bird's great. And my point is, is that she's never met a stranger. She knows things about everyone and she knows how to bring people together. And one thing that you said that you want that Jeff and I have said that we want the upside to be from the very beginning is somewhere to go somewhere where you feel like you belong, where you're safe, where people love you, where people support you. And that's what we are all going to create together. There is no me and Jeff just without, without without you. I mean, it's you, it's, it's who we are together. So we're kind of taking what we do on Instagram and we're going to use the relationship that we have with you so you can connect to each other. Yeah. So, you know, people all over the place are listening to you guys every day. We get 30 minutes of you guys or 40, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> Depending on how much um, c- coffee Callie had after work. That's <laughs> that's what determines how long we go. Um, but so we get that for 40 minutes, but then people want to talk about it. People want to talk about what you guys said. There's cool stories. There's all this stuff. So the community on the Facebook group gives all of us a place to go and keep the energy of the upside and what that mission is going all day. It doesn't have to just be that 30 minutes. You can go and you can say hi to your friends and um, make new friends. It's going to be like cheers. It's going to be like cheers. (laughs) We're back in the old folks home, Callie. What is wrong with me? I'm secretly 85 and I love rafting. (laughs) Hey, I love rafting too, by the way. Rafting is a thing, by the way. Uh, We'll gather. We'll talk about all things upside. The latest episode of Match in Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the thing that I really believe in really so much is kind of the offline community. Um, I know that Facebook is an online thing and it's a good way for people in California to talk to people in New York and Georgia. But 
the actual human to human contact face to face to me is crucial in building a true loving community. So I want us to get out there and meet each other. People get to know each other via the Facebook group, right? And then when they meet in person, they're like old friends rather than starting at zero. That's right. They have things to talk about. And, um, you know, people crave and need human interaction. We are better as ourselves if we are connected to other humans. So true. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing when Jeff says fan club, because he said it twice, it's not you're a fan of me and Jeff, you're a fan of the upside mission and, and life on the upside and living for the upside. And that's what we're saying when we say fan, um, and you won't hear that word very much when we do, it's a fan of being better, doing better and living better. Oh, nice. I love that. Look at that. All right. She nailed it. She she made up for all the the senior citizens. Finally. (laughs) Well, uh, welcome to to the upside. We're so glad to have you here. And without even thinking about it, three things off the top of your head that people need to know about you. Okay. Um, I'm barefoot 95% of my life. Oh, you're one of those people. Yep. Are Are you from Florida? I am from Canada. You're are you from, really? You're from Canada? Where um, in Canada? Toronto. You are? Mm-hmm. Did you know I grew up in Syracuse? No. So I went to Toronto a lot, like between, you know, 19 and 21. Yes, I am Canadian. As, as, a, as a lot of people did in New York, because <laughs> it was legal to drink it. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yep. Yes. So um, So now, the, so that explains the reason you're barefoot is because <laughs> you can be. That's right. You don't really get a chance to do Up that Up until lot. nine, I couldn't do that ever. Got it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm barefoot all the time. Um, I love milk. <laughs> <laughs> you do? I know. Yeah. And people think it's so weird. Yeah. I have to drink a huge glass of milk what every kind of night milk? before. Well, I drink skim because yeah. of how much I drink. Yeah. Like I would just, you know, That's it wouldn't so be good. Yeah. I love milk. I milk. probably have not had a glass of milk in 15 years. Not oh. real milk, but you do like chocolate milk. Oh, That's yeah. real milk. Ch- chocolate milk. Count. Yeah, you're right. Chocolate milk. <laughs> Chef loves chocolate milk. Is there anything really, though, better than like no, good and, old chocolate milk? And ice cold chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It is so good. Yeah. Um, okay, what else? This one will probably freak you guys out. It's not something you need to know, but it's just something funny. Um, I have in my personal email account... 74,196 unread emails. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Would that drive you guys crazy? Well, let's see how many I have on my phone. I have not nearly as many. I have 5,200. Oh, that's way more than I thought. I thought you were going to say I have one. No. Okay. Jeff, how many do you have? Uh, Not that. I can't do it. email purchase. He can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I go in and would delete them all. Now I do have, I currently have like 160 something unread text messages. Mm -hmm. So I do get the the anxiety that that causes some yeah. people because whenever I post a screenshot of my phone, people are like, no matter what I'm posting, I'm like, hey, look, everybody, here's a screenshot of um, a bulletin that they have cured cancer. And people are like, wow, that's great. You have 164 unread messages. You should get to those. I know. I like, know. Did you, did you hear what I, the thing about the thing? So, all right. Canadian milk, barefoot. Has a lot of emails. Don't, e- don't email her, text her. 
And you can e- you can email her though because she has an upside email address. I do. It's I do. Tbird at callieandchef.com. So anything that might be related to upside community um, and the way that just a couple more specifics about the actual community. We chose a Facebook group just because for now logistically that's what makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but that might evolve over time. But for now the Facebook group is the place that you'll go um, and where we'll kind of unite everyone under one roof, so to speak, mm-hmm. one digital roof. There was something else that I was going to say, but I totally forgot what it was. Something. Well, when you guys come, when um, the fans come into the group or the fans, you know, whatever. The people. The, the people, people. The people. When the people come into the group, um, we have to accept them. And the way that we do that is you guys have to answer what you're grateful for. Tell us something you're grateful for. And here's the reason that we're doing that. It's not to be exclusive. It's not to to whatever. In my opinion, it weeds out trolls, which is the other thing I wanted to say. <laughs> Cause trolls don't like to do any trolls work at don't all. Like to do work. And if you're going to be mean, at least you have to say one thing that you're grateful for. Um, and that kind of changes the energy around that. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I have house rules on Instagram because I think that it's, I am not someone that's going to allow people to be rude to me or the people that I love in my house. This is our house. This is our upside house. So there are going to be house rules that T-Bird's going to enforce. And it's not to be like, we're the boss or anything like that, but it's so all of you, every one of us feels like we have a safe space. And so you're going to see house rules on the page. You got to stick to them. No politics discussion in there. No No bashing people. No No. bullying. No No bullying. You're not allowed to be mean. You cannot be mean in our house. Um, And it's all of our houses. So we want to keep it neat and tidy and respectful and and make it a safe space for everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, welcome aboard. We're so glad to We're have so you. Excited. Thank you, you guys. All right, one. La- can I just say one last thing? Oh, yeah, yes. go for okay, it. Here's, you say whatever you want. Here's the main thing about me: when I meet you guys, when I meet all of you, you got to give me a hug. We're, it's mandatory. It's I'm a hugger. It's legal. It's the law. It's pretty much the way but it is. Don't. She's a big milk drinker, so don't yep. squeeze too hard. Yeah. She didn't. <laughs> you little toot. Little T-bird toot. Little oh, fart sandwich. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get the name T-Bird? Oh, that's such a, everyone asked nick- me that. Where did the nickname come from? Yeah, so um, so a long, long time best friend of mine, Will Green, he used to own the Georgia Theater in Athens. Okay. Uh-huh. He um, and two of my other friends, Wilder and Ken, they wrote a song for me like 25 years ago, and they were going to call it Thoburn. That was my maiden name, Jennifer Thoburn. Okay. Okay. And yes, my real name is Jennifer. It's not T-Bird. But okay. if you call me Jennifer, you'll I'll think you're not my friend. So you have to call me T-Bird. So anyway, he wrote a song. They wrote a song. And um, we're going to call it Thoburn. And he was like, no, you know, I think I'll call it T-Bird. I'm going to call it T-Bird. And from that day forward, I literally have been T-Bird. I think probably 75% of the people in my life only know me as T-Bird. Oh We're going to be, it's going to be 50 years from now and people mm-hmm. will be gathering at her funeral going, her real name's Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I had no idea. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you for listening to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of the Upside. 
You know what I just realized? I don't think we said how you join the group. Oh, that would be important when you're <laughs> launching a group to say how to join the group. Uh, it's a private Facebook group, and you can find us two ways. Go to Facebook, and then in the search box, type The Upside with Callie and Jeff, or... Facebook.com slash groups slash Callie and Jeff. So either one of those will get you to the right spot. Pop in there, answer the what are you grateful for question, and say hi to T-Bird in our brand new Facebook group. Yay!